you what, there's a soft spot in my heart right now for some television. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know where we were going. Well, you know, the funny thing is, listeners, the critic and I were definitely just diving. We, we did a nice swim across the pond. Across the pond. <laughs> we right. started speaking in British accents. <laughs> um, so we're just a little giddy tonight as of taping. But what we also are giddy about is TV is doing its new thing. And we have some returning turning television that we have yet talked about this particular season. Mm. So... We are diving in. And new, right? New and returning. Yes, new and returning, but the returning new. is the, the new. <laughs> the returning's the first of its season. Or, yes. you know, no hiatus. We're talking about the first. I'm uh, done with the hiati. Hiati. <laughs> Let's start with Amazon's The Tick. Now, oh. technically. Well, technically, the way you said that, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> the Tick. Bah, bah, bah. The Tick, technically. Mm-hmm. is still in its first season. It's the second half of the first season, but they were gone long enough for a complete season to like whisk on through. So it really is a brand new fresh start. Yeah, it's like two it, chapters. Two chapters. Now, if just to refresh your memory, both Critic and I are both caught up on The Tick. The Tick is <clears throat> a delightful, in my opinion, 30 minutes of your time. <laughs> it really is. It is a superhero spoof if you will we will and if we will do it it's about a young man who pretty much uh doesn't do well in society he is very much secluded stumbles across or actually stumbling across him is a tick (laughs) a full-grown yeah (laughs) full-grown man in a blue tick outfit that we don't know where he came from he doesn't know he doesn't know where he came from we don't know what he's doing, but he does have a strong connection to uh, to the main character. So I'll let you take it away from there and I'll chime in. Yeah, and then, you know, in chapter two of the first season, we see the conclusion of uh, what's going on with the villain. Mm. I mean, look. <laughs> I love, listen. Jackie Earl Haley. Jackie. As the Tara. <laughs> Tara. <laughs> It's ridiculous. And like, look, this is not really a a show about a plot, everybody. I mean, you know what it is. It's a superhero show. They're going to poke fun at those plot lines. You know what it's going to be coming a mile away. But how they spoof it is the fun. And everyone, and we talked about this, Ref, everybody here takes it very seriously. That's that's what makes it work. Yeah, Overkill, played by Scott Spicer. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's that whole thing like Batman when you gotta talk like this. And everything <laughs> is all voice, even when you get angry. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> I mean, oh he has goodness. this boat, danger boat, that's fallen in love. I won't even tell you with whom. <laughs> we have dogs involved here. Okay, and they're all very safe. We love the dog. But the, 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 the dog love other people. Like, oh, so we, dear. There are all <laughs> kinds of crazy conflicts. And it's just a lot of fun. So as the ref said, look, it's, it's a half an hour per episode. The full first season, if you haven't seen any of it, is 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. It's on Amazon Prime. Yes, 30 minutes in and out. You'll in have a out. lot of fun doing. Let's move on to Netflix's Seven Seconds. Now, oh. this is a new show that has premiered. Got some familiar faces starring in it. Uh, 
quite frankly, the most familiar face for me would be Regina King, who we just adore her on the show. She does great work. Um, But the question really is, is this a show that's able for her to sort of sit, not on the front lines, but more among? Does it still work? Uh, That is a question that we need to answer. Yeah, and I've seen... I think four episodes out of the 10 in this first season that Netflix dropped. Uh, what's happening is when Jersey, when Jersey City, um, a hey, black Jersey. kid was riding his bike and something happened. Yeah. It involved the cops. Um, is it what you're thinking? Maybe not, but close. Uh, as a result, his parents are involved, played by Regina King and Russell Hornsby. Yes, from uh, Fences. Among other things, that's right. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, what, look, a great duo there playing the parents. And the question is, what happened to this kid? Who did it? There's a cover-up in- involved. And there is a, a assistant DA. Oh, boy. Who has her own issues. Yes. That's enough, don't you think, ref of the plot? If you're interested, why watch that? If you're interested in that whole development, uh, watching everybody, all the characters who have faults and they're working through their faults in order to uncover what really happened, uh, some political things, even some, you know, social things happening. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is a show for you. Are there others out there? Quite possibly, but for me, I watched the first couple episode or first episode, and I need to make a decision to whether I'm going to continue. Um, but hats off to Netflix. And this is from the uh, creator of The Killing mm-hmm. in the states, so it's kind of like that, but not quite. It does. It hasn't gotten quite into uh, just the weeds of, of darkness yet, yeah. <laughs> as far as what I've seen. Um, but there are some issues okay so boom, what's boom, next boom. cbs living Not biblically with Regina and russell though cbs <laughs> living biblically that's a oh, new show on cbs <laughs> and uh quite frankly i don't know much about this i have not watched this you have watched enough for you to give us the 411 on it do share do tell you know Essentially, what's going on is, as the title suggests, there's a man who decides to live biblically. Okay. Uh, Something occurred that spurred this, and you see that in the first episode. That's what it's all about, uh, why he's done this. And he is a reporter, I believe it is. So this becomes his assignment. Now, this is based on A.J. Jacobs' Uh, best-selling book, The Year of Living Biblically. Uh, If you don't know who A.J. Jacobs is, just look him up. He is an interesting character, to say the least. The problem is the character that's based on him is not even close to being as interesting. Um, This is a multi-cam laugh track sitcom. And I don't think that that is the best um, device for this story. Uh, I was hoping that they would really get into exactly all those little things that A.J. Jacobs talked about, what those struggles are if you're trying to live biblically. They hit, they hit at it, kind of. It just doesn't gel. And, and you know, I do like the cast. It's a good cast, um, but n- no. Okay, moving on to NBC's Good Girls. 
with some pretty familiar faces. Actually, I'm just excited to see uh, Christina Hendricks back at it. Yeah. Um, this, I, 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 is this Delma Louise? Is this Bonnie? Cla- I, what, what's going on here? We do know that there, we've got some women who take the, they make a change in their lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, what happens is there are three women, um, and each of them has a problem going on in their lives, and they need money to resolve it. And they need money fast. Uh, so, Retta plays a woman whose daughter has a specific disease. She needs specific medicine. She can't afford it. Mm. Um, and then we have the sisters played by Christina Hendricks and Mae Whitman. Now, if you don't know Mae Whitman, just take a look at Parenthood, the TV show. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And you'll know. So they play sisters. Um, Mae Whitman, Whitman's character, uh, she's struggling for custody of her daughter with the father, who was also in another NBC show. And Christina Hendricks, uh, her husband, played by Matthew Lillard, I think that says it all. It was played by Matt <laughs> Lillard. So she has her own problems. Now they come up with a scheme to rob the place where Mae Whitman's character is working at a supermarket because there's this money there. But when they get there, things turn into a surprise. They are in for more than what they bargained for, which leads them into having to commit more and more crimes. Oh boy. Okay. So that's essentially it without me giving everything away. Um, I like the cast and I like the premise. However, I will tell you, everybody, the pilot is a challenge. It's challenging, as the ref would say. But by the end, if you make it to the end and what happens at the end intrigues you, keep going. It keeps getting crazier and crazier what's going here so i'm okay because of the cast following them but i'm being very very cautious all right amc mcmafia it sounds like a cross between it sounds like a new sandwich at mcdoff (laughs) (laughs) it's like an italian sandwich (laughs) at mcdonald's but very an offensive one well yeah it would be the mcmafia (laughs) (laughs) yes mcdonald's don't do that it is uh, on AMC, and yeah. it has a very British cast, or at least one of them, yeah, <laughs> James is. Norton, um, along with others. This is, I mean, is this like, I tried to get out so many times, <laughs> but they keep pulling me back in. Not, Not a mafia quite. show, or is this about the Russian mafia? Is this about, yes. who, what mafia? Yeah, so it's not the Italians, thank you. I'm sure a lot of them will be happy. It is the Russian uh, mafia. And this, by the way, Ref, is a co-production with BBC. So that's why we get a lot of the Brits. Brits. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, so James Norton plays Alex Godman. Um, he is a Russian, a Russian Jew. His whole family is. But he is a Londoner. That's what he likes. That's where he was raised. He is. Uh, he has his own fund, so he's a money manager, money manager, hedge, hedge fund kind of guy. Uh, and what happens is something occurs that makes it necessary for him to reach outside to get more money to keep the fund going. 
He has not done this before. He's very meticulous, very smart. He knows what he's doing. Snot? Some, yeah, very smart. Oh, smart. Yes. So <laughs> something happens. What happens? You'll have to watch to find out. Mm. And who caused it? You'll have to watch to find that out. Now, mm. his father and his uncle are, you know, in the Russian mafia, we can say. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to stay away from that. His uncle, though, has a way for him to raise this money. Oh. Is he going to take it or not? Now, this involves an Israeli businessman played by David Strayfair. Ay, 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 we love him. Can we trust this dude or not? So Alex has to make this decision. If he takes this money, where is that going to lead him? Can he stay on the up and up? Because if he takes the money, he's going to have to clean it. Yes, cleanse that money. Okay. So this is where we are. Now, I will say, if you like this kind of storytelling, why not watch it? I mean, why not? Uh, you're going to get a cast that knows what it's doing. And it's created by people who understand how to tell this kind of story. Is it the most groundbreaking or brilliant thing we've ever seen in this kind of genre? No, but it works and I'm enjoying it. So there we go with All Mac right. Mafia. Moving on to USA has an unsolved for us. It's possibly an anthology we're thinking. The murders uh, mm -hmm. of Tupac and the Notorious B.I.G. Yep, Notorious. that uh, again. I feel like I'm getting to the end of that. <laughs> We've had a lot of TV shows, movies, um, with these things. I know this may be a little different, but we've got um, a very familiar cast, indeed. Um, the question is, is this a story that we need to hear about? That Knowing that we've heard it in many other various forms in recent years. Well, and the title's Unsolved. Mm. So how in the world are they going to wrap this up? Like, what is that going to be? Now, this doesn't focus too much on to Tupac and Biggie. Not too much. You do get them. Um, Wavy Jones plays uh, Biggie. Mark Rose plays Tupac. That's there. You get, we get Suge Knight. We get Puffy. They're all there. But really, the thrust of this show is on the investigation or the investigations, I should say. So we're dealing with different uh, moments in time, different investigations. The first one, right after it happened, we see those events, and we see when they reopened the case because of Valletta Wallace's um, lawsuit. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's what's going on. Um, I mean, it's a lot of people who are seasoned actors or actors you know. Josh Duhamel, Bokeem Woodbine is here. Aisha Hines plays Villa Wallace, of course. I mean, what a of shot. Course, of course, of course. Uh, and others. So we have that mama from um, Underground, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so the cast knows what it's doing when it comes to the detective and police stuff. When we have the Tupac Biggie stuff, it's shaky. The guy playing Tupac is fine. The guy playing Biggie didn't start well, but he turns into being okay. I mean, at the beginning, I was like, hold on. He looks just like him, but... Mm. The guy playing Puffy doesn't look a thing like him. It's not his fault. I don't even understand it. <laughs> okay? And Suge Knight is Suge Knight. So... No, I'm not talking about Suge Knight on this part. No, no you... Uh, let's no. move on. What, okay. That's what I'm saying. So, look. <laughs> when it, they... 
he can tell us how well they perform him. I have no idea. So when it comes to the detective stuff, it's just like if you like Law and Order. All right, it's like another Law and Order with some people know what they're doing. Um, if you want more of Tupac and Biggie, uh, I guess like that to me, it is stale as we know, as you said, Ref. So that's what I would say. If you are a Law and Order watcher, like you watch it on USA when it's on repeats, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. fine, you have no problem with this. Moving on to Hulu's The Looming Tower, which to me and for me was a nice little surprise. Hmm. Uh, we have- Who told you uh, about that? Ah, friend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it's, it has an amazing cast. We've got Jeff Daniels, Alec Baldwin shows up for no reason. Guard, <laughs> among other, I mean, it really does keep growing and growing. Uh, Billy, uh, Bill Camp, which whom I loved from the night of uh, Tahar Rahim, which I didn't, I don't know who, I didn't know who he was until this. Mm -hmm. um, but it's the Looming Tower is kind of a precursor and the background information of how two of our U.S. organizations were at loggerheads. <laughs> yeah, completely. They were, they were they were withholding information, and guess what? The information was listeners. We're talking about information leading up to. Yeah, and Al it, yeah, Al Qaeda, Osama bin Laden. Yeah, um, all of that. Osama bin Laden, um, and why? At this point in the show, it's the Clinton administration. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I'll let you take it away. It is chock full of, did that really happen? And chock full of, that did happen. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is another one where we have different time periods. The 90s, as you said, and then later, when certain things didn't happen, then they should have. So we, we do have the CIA versus the FBI. This is based on the book, by the way, of the same name. So this is not my opinion. For those of you who need to know, I'm just telling you what they do. Talk to Hulu. So <laughs> CIA versus FBI. And it's all about how the CIA doesn't want to share its information with the FBI because the FBI is like a hammer with nails. Everything's a nail. They want to go in and just lock everybody up. But the CIA wants intelligence. So this is just... It makes perfect sense. We have the intelligence folks versus the investigators. You're always gonna have a clash. So this plays out with Jeff Daniels, who is the chief of New York's FBI's yes. counterterrorism center. Uh, one of his employees is played by Tahar Rahim, who is a Muslim. Yes, from Lebanon. From Lebanon. But he has his own issues with that, okay? So he's working for the FBI. Now, we also have Bill Camp, who is an FBI vet. He, we see him go to Kenya, if you know what happens in Kenya at the time in the 90s. There you go. If not, watch Around the show. Around the Monica Lewinsky, if you're... If you're yes. So, and when it comes to that beautiful segue there, Ref, when it comes to that, it's a CIA in the form <laughs> of... <laughs> the creepy... Mr. Sarsgaard. It's such a creepy... Listeners... When you watch it, it is really creepy. <laughs> I don't know if this guy is real or not, but I don't know what it is about the SARS cards, but they're just creepy. Well, it, the the guy's not real, but he's he is based on a real CIA officer. 
Um, and he is in charge of Alex Station, which is the Bin Laden station. Yeah. So he is all about, oh, we can use this time. Since Clinton is dealing with the Lewinsky scandal, he wants the attention to go away from that. Let's get OBL. Yeah. Osama bin Laden. And he's Let's all about that. Whereas other people are about taking down Al Qaeda, right. he's a lot more focused on one specific man. Right. So there are all kinds of tensions. I'm not going through the rest of this. No, no. Now you get that. You also get to see a glimpse of their personal lives. Ooh. And the way they do that, in my opinion, Ref, is very smart. It's not too much. It's not too little. You get just enough to go, oh. And then they take you back to the CIA versus FBI. Feels so, like, say, say what you say it felt like. Like Homeland meets, like a... Uh, like a, like if the Brits were to do a Homeland, yeah, it's closer to that. Such a good, yeah, it's such a Exactly. Good. So it's not as crazy as Homeland, which by the way, we'll get to, but uh, this season I'm really enjoying. But it's not as crazy as that because the character, you don't have a carry as the lead, so it's not going to follow that. But it does kind of get you going when you're watching this. You, you really do want to see what's happening. As of taping, four episodes are available now on Hulu. I'm looking forward to the fifth. What about you, Rep? I am totally too, but we do need to note for the listeners that mm -hmm. it is a week-by-week -week release. So it's not like yeah. you can binge the whole thing. Um, you have to wait one full week until they release another episode. So if you want to start now, be mm -hmm. our guest, do it. If you want to wait to binge it, it is bingeable. I will give you that caveat. It is a bingeable show. You can do that. Moving yeah. on to Atlanta on FX. Oh. It's starting its new season. It's the second season. Yes, Danny Glover. Uh, Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> I keep, I'm the poor guy, I'm sure he gets it a lot. Donald Glover is back at the helm again, writing, directing sometimes, producing, being the creator. So we've got Ernest, or Earn is back, but the title of this season oh, is boy. called Robin season mm -hmm. and from the very first two minutes and not rocking robin not rocking robin, the very first five minutes of the new season you understand yeah what kind of robin we're talking about that's right so this is the time period before the holidays when look you gotta get your gifts <laughs> in the hood you gotta get them so you might have to rob so that's what this is about or, or that's what the theme of the season, I should say. Because Lord only knows how you can describe what Atlanta is about. It's about yeah. Donald Glover and his brother's brains working together. <laughs> now, this season, they promised, is not going to be like the first. They are delivering on that promise. We were talking about a ref. It looks different. There's a grainier image going on here. We yeah. do still have our main characters, though. You mentioned Earn, played by Donald. We still have Paperboy. Played by Brian Tyree Henry. That's right. Veteran of stage and screen. And we still have Darius, played by Lakeith Stanfield, who I think he's the only person who could play this character. There really isn't. I literally cannot think of another person. No. And then Zazie Beats, of course, is Vanessa. So in this second season, at the very beginning, because I've only seen the first episode, I know you've seen both. Yeah, I know, yeah. You can blame my brother on that, though. I'm blaming uh, you because I watched that with him. Anyway, so in the first episode, something's going on between between Paperboy and, and Darius. Maybe they live, they live together, so it's yeah. pretty obvious. 
And you know, we, it's funny because coming after the first <laughs> season, my brother was like, did we miss something? Like, am I supposed to know what's going on? I was like, no. No. Ern is sitting here going, I don't know what's going on with you guys. They don't so, want to talk about it. There you go. So, but Ern is getting kicked out of where he's staying. We won't tell you where. We won't tell you where. And you can guess if you saw the first season. He's getting kicked out. He wants somewhere else to live. He kind of wants to live with Paperboy, but <laughs> there's an obstacle at the end of the first episode that shows up. And I will say, we meet Paperboy and Ern's uncle. Uh-huh. And we're definitely not going to give that away, but it is... <laughs> Such an appropriate casting decision. I mean, look, if you hire certain people, it's for a reason, <laughs> or you don't know what you're doing. And when you hire these kinds of people, you give them what they do. It's like Samuel L. Jackson. Give the yeah. man what he does, or why are you hiring him? Yes. And let me tell you, they give this man, we're not saying whom, everything he can handle. <laughs> <laughs> and as you morph into uh, the episode two, it dives more and more. We uh, we have Paperboy, who was definitely on house arrest, and we found out a little bit why um, from mm-hmm. last season. But as you go into uh, episode two, it's still these guys are, they get a break. They take two steps forward, mm-hmm. and they take about five backwards. And that's yeah. all I'm going to say about that. It is still Robin season. Okay. And Earn also is on parole, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's on parole. Yeah. Uh, moving on to CBS's All Access, The Good Fight. Ooh, ooh, now, we've ooh. talked about it. Say that it, again, The Good The what? Good Fight. Oh. We talked about The Good Fight before, but that was season one. Season two is now. You can go ahead and get going. It's another one of those week by weeks. You can't yeah. just watch it all and just be done with it. But we've got some of the same characters returning. Yeah. And we've got a couple new ones <laughs> dropping <laughs> F-bombs and well, doing all kinds of <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so. hey. Now, it's it's interesting, Ref, because the Looming Tower, we've been talking about this, the language yeah. and uh, some of the nudity. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. I'm on Hulu and they're going here? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with the good fight the second season. They are, yes, they are dropping language. They are showing body parts. I'm like, what? okay, see, yes, all access. Y'all are like, we, excuse me, Showtime HBO, we're almost there, but not quite. Oh, wow. <laughs> all wow. stars, we see you too. We're all, we are, they are coming for that kind of audience here. Oh my, okay. Oh, so in the not, second, I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> and after the first season, I was like, whoa, okay. Whoa, somebody got like the green light. If you want to, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. To, you know what? So, Christine Baranski is back. Yes, she is. Diane Lockhart is here. And now she's a partner at a black firm. <laughs> we know that. Okay. But sh- things are going on. What's happening, all of these lawyers are being killed by their clients all around them. So that's the theme in this season so far. And and Diane is thinking about her career going, I don't even know what's going on in the world anymore. All of this is literally insane. Like, I don't get it. So that's one thing that she's struggling with. We still have Kush Jumbo who's playing Luca Quinn, my girl. And she's defending Rose Leslie's character. If you know Game of Thrones, you know Rose Leslie. 
you know nothing, Jon Snow. The oh whole my time. gosh. Mm -hmm. So she's playing Maya Rendell, who is Christine Baranski's character's goddaughter, whose father did run a Ponzi scheme and now he's in hiding. And the feds are on her tail. She is going to trial. Whoa. And Kush Jumbo's character is her lawyer. Uh, yeah. So what is happening there? Can she get out of it? Because the feds believe that she can find her father, can't she or can't she? Oh boy. That's a question that is actually resolved in the second episode. And it's resolved with a blackout, <laughs> okay? Yeah. So we see that we go, oh, we gotta wait for next week for the third episode. Now, we also have Mr. Delroy Lindo, who's one of the heads of this black firm. The other head played by Erica Tazel, something happened in the first episode. I won't tell you what. She made a decision. And as a result of that decision, along with the other partner who is now in a different place, there is a vacuum that needs to be filled. And who fills it? Miss Audra McDonald. Oh boy, there we go. Playing Liz, who is the daughter of that former partner, founder okay. partner. So go. she has to come in and she has a particular history with Delroy Lindo's character. And now she, if you know the good wife, she was in AUSA, I believe. Hmm. So how does that work where she's now at the firm? You have to watch this to find out. So now that's oh, really geez. where we are. All right, there it is. Let me just say this. <laughs> We've talked about The Good Wife. It's one of our all-time faves. Mm -hmm. We talked about The Good Fight in the first season. Why not watch this? Is this The Good Wife? No, it's The Good Fight. And I'll tell you this, and I'll end it here. Yes. With all of this craziness going on, the kings keep, just know how to keep it floating. It's like a great ballet dancer. Mm. Okay, you may be doing the craziest of moves, but it looks so easy. Thank you. I'm, I'm ready right. for the next Hulu eight episodes. Hulu Hard Sun. <laughs> you just can't let me end it the way I no, want. See that? No, you just, you went into a, <laughs> a, a, a very uh, good place in your brain, but uh, we uh, don't know those people. <laughs> we don't know like those I'm people. <laughs> a good place in my brain. <laughs> hard Sun, which is on Hulu. Like yeah. Hulu's really kicking them out here. Yeah. It is another new show. This is its first season. Um, I don't know this cast as well. I do know Jim Sturgis yeah. from Across the Universe and I think 21, something like that, that card uh, show mm -hmm. movie. But I, I don't know much about this, so I'm eager to hear a very short description. <laughs> so, this is a detective crime drama. Okay. We are in London. It is a co-production with the BBC. Here's another one. There's another one. Jim Sturgis plays a detective with a past. Of course, of course. What detective doesn't have a past? Mm -hmm. And a present. Oh. His wife is Preggers. He has a daughter and he got some other things. Uh-oh. He is paired with another partner. His former partner before the show happened has died, was killed. This other partner is played by Agnes Dane. She's new. And she has a past as well. So the first episode starts with us seeing this past, which is violent. Mm -hmm. Now, who perpetrates this violence on her? You will find out. So the question is, why has she become a detective all of a sudden? Now, 
hard sun is this undercover thing that's going to happen that the governments around the world know about, but they are keeping under wraps. There are people who are trying to get it out and they are ending up dead. This thing falls into the hands of our two characters, our two detectives, and what happens to them. And what does this thing lead up to? So this is a crime drama, detective drama. You think, okay, I've seen this kind of thing before, but they throw in a bit of sci-fi twist to it. Ah, there it is. So if you like detective dramas, this will be fine. It's not going to be anything where you go, oh, I've never seen anything like this before. And by the way, it does come from, I believe, the creator of Luther. Yes. Oh, oh okay. Mm-hmm. Now you piqued my interest. Now, Moving on to... Oh. Before you move on. From Luther, I will tell you, Raph, and anyone who's watched it, there is an actress who was on the heels of Luther who shows up here again. So if you see her, you go, okay, she's up to no good. We just know it. So there you go. Moving on. NBC has Champions out, and it's a new Mindy Calling uh, project. She created it along with other, like Charlie Grandy. Yeah, her her partner. partner. Uh, this is another one that I have not seen, but yeah. I'm sure you're going to tell us about it. It's a 30-minuter comedy, it, of course. It is. Now, this isn't a multi-cam laugh track comedy. It is a single cam, no laugh track comedy from Mindy and Charlie. Um, what happens is Mindy plays a, a mother, single mother, whose son wants to go to uh, a performing arts school in New York City. She takes him, I believe, from Ohio to New York to audition, but something happens that gets in the way. So in order to help him get into the school, she takes him to his father who doesn't know he's the father and he doesn't know that he's the father either, the son. Okay. Now this father owns a gym with his brother. So there's this whole dynamic between them because the father is just a normal guy. The brother is like this, you know, good looking guy with all the muscles, all of that, but he doesn't have a brain supposedly. We've seen this stuff before. So they have a gym in Brooklyn and she brings him, the son, to the father so that he has residence in New York City. But does the father want him? Does the father even know what to do with him? He just finds out he's the father. And the son wishes the uncle was his father when he meets them. Now, the son is a performing arts kid. That's how I'll say it. And they go stereotypical here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay? Now, who would want to watch this? I guess if you're a Mindy fan, check it out. Uh, that's it's, pretty much all I can say. What was the, uh, the, the two guys in a... What, what, was it something like that one with Charlie Sheen and... Um, yeah, yeah, two and a half men. Two and a half men. Two and a half men. Yeah, but see that laugh track, you know, multiple. Well, no, obviously not. But, but the yes. same premise of two weird, ordinary guys raising a special kid. Exactly. Hit the nail on the head. Uh, however, mm, I don't know if there's enough here to really recommend it. But again, if you like Mindy's stuff, check it out. It might work. Uh, it did not work for me. A little too stereotypical. Netflix has so Jessica far. Jones so returning for her second season. This is post Defenders, so she is probably getting acclimated back to mm-hmm. whatever happened fame. after that. Yeah, yeah, fame and being noted uh, mm-hmm. and being a hero. Yeah. Uh, during that uh, portion, she's back, and there are some returning characters who are back from her world, we'll say. 
that's right. Uh, so essentially, it's picking up from season one with that hiatus of the defenders. Now people are starting to recognize Jessica Jones, but she does not want to be a hero. She doesn't consider herself that way, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So you know, in early goings, I've seen the first two episodes, I believe. Early goings, we're seeing that play out, where she's still trying to be this, you know, investigator. There's another investigator, though, who wants to buy her out. Why? Mm -hmm. We find that kind of stuff out. She still has her best friend who has this uh, radio show and, you know, that whole thing with the superheroes going on. And there is another superhero, in quotes. You'll figure out who that shows up and things happen. So here's the thing with Jessica Jones. If you like the first season, definitely watch the second. You just pick back up. Uh, we're continuing that. If you didn't like the first season, well, of course you're not going to watch the second. So I would say if you haven't checked out Jessica Jones yet, go ahead and do it to see whether you like it. In the hierarchy of Netflix Marvel shows, there is Daredevil. Oh, come on. Yeah. Then fighting for the second spot is Jessica Jones and the Punisher. For me. That's what I would say. So that, and then Defenders is probably third and then I won't mention the rest. So that's what we're talking about here. And I think for Jessica Jones, for me to end it, again, Kristen Ritter is the right cast. I completely understand it. She looks the part and sometimes the lines land. However, in certain moments, I just don't quite get it all the way. That bite that I need. But there you go. Netflix also has Collateral that's out from a very familiar um, oh. face. Uh, Carrie Mulligan is headlining this. It's one of those things that you can watch. That's the thing. That's the beauty about Netflix is that they give it to you and you can do with it as you will rather than waiting week to week. So the question is, is Collateral bingeable is it worth the time to binge is it mm -hmm. will we find that out in the first couple episodes well it's only four episodes mm -hmm. that you have to watch so that might be something that piques people's interest once again we have a police detective crime drama this time carrie mulligan is the head i mean look we've had the fall with jillian anderson we've had you know what happy valley the killer. What, what do we do? Yeah, no, no, I'm letting that just hang. Happy okay. Valley. <laughs> and now we have Collateral. Um, so Carrie Mulligan is pregnant. She decides to take one more case before she goes on leave. And we know the Brits, they actually get real maternity leave. Okay. So, you know, we know that's coming up. Just saying for all my soul sisters out there. Hey. So... Carrie Mulligan goes, no, I like this case. What's happened is a pizza delivery guy has been murdered. Why? He made a delivery to this woman. And if you know Penny Dreadful, you know who this is. Okay. Mm -mm -mm -mm. When I saw her, I was like, up to no good. So he makes a delivery to her. Coming off her steps, shot dead. Oh, boy. So, you know, Carrie Mulligan's character is going to the pizza joint that's run by... Haley Squires, who oh. was in I, Daniel Blake. Yeah, okay. yeah. We, you'll go listen to that review and, and know what we have to say about her. <laughs> Haley Squires is going around, I don't know. We don't have a system. I just run this place the way I want to. 
So, you know, Carrie Mulligan's going, well, how would this person even know that they would be where they are delivering this pizza to shoot them dead? There's a witness to this. Now, this witness is in a K-hole, which is a drug hole, if you don't know what that is. Okay, she has a connection to a priest who's played by a woman. Oh, boy. Now, this is an Anglican priest, of course, who has her own problems. Okay. There's also a politician who's connected to the woman that received the pizza. <laughs> so just okay. in this setup, everybody, this is episode one. Remember, you just got four episodes here. <laughs> they set up all these little pieces. And then what we're going to see is how all of this connects and exactly what's going on. Because, of course, it's going to be much bigger than it seems. Look, the Brits know how to do this. It's four episodes. If you like this kind of stuff, it's four episodes. I mean, you know, what am I supposed to say? We have a wonderful cast. Hey, I mean, even if you don't know these people, which the ref and I would, you don't know some of these people, they have been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Okay, you just haven't seen it or you haven't recognized it. So there you go. Why not? Let's leave all of these, uh, let's leave the listeners lingering with this sneaky peek on Amazon. It's in its second season, right? I feel like it is. Sick, sneaky Pete snuck to snuck on I love and did this that. like sneaky Pete. Um, <laughs> um it, it kind of crawled in with its pilot and I thought that was the first season, but you corrected me and you're like, no, they were just saying if everybody should watch it. Then it came on first season. I don't really know what Sneaky Pete's yeah. doing. Sneaky needs to figure himself out. But it's on Amazon, second yeah. season. Are we watching it? Yeah, and it is a product of that Amazon uh, pilot thing where they get feedback, which they're now moving away from. Yeah. Oh. But Sneaky Sneaky Pete in the sneaky second season is sneaking up. Oh, my gosh. To is. something even sneakier. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And I'm done with that. Now, what I do like, and I haven't finished the second season yet, and all episodes are available. That's right. What Amazon I, does that. What I do like is this is a show kind of like, which has nothing to do with it, but I talked about previously, kind of like um, The Magicians, where mm. the more complex it is, the better it gets. So this is the kind of thing now in the second season where we know from the first season, who knows, of course, so let me just say it. Giovanni Ribisi plays Marius, who pretends to be Pete. Pete was his cellmate in prison. He was released, he goes to Pete's family, pretends to be Pete, they haven't seen him for years. Pete's mother is alive, dead. If she's alive, no one knows where she is, but maybe Pete does. So Marius gets into some trouble playing Pete because certain people wanna find this mama. And in the second season, this comes to a head because he might end up dead if he doesn't make this happen. So he has to use his resources, his contacts, to try to figure out whether this woman's alive or not, and if so, where is she? And maybe he has to go to the real Pete, who's a dullard, for some help. Now, the family also has their own secrets. Mama or grandma played by, we know who, Margaret Martindale. She has done some stuff in the first season that is not She's good. always doing some stuff. It, but this is not what you would expect. The husband, the grandfather has his own thing. Pete's cousins, the, the teenage girl can't mind her business. Oh. All of these people are in the mix. And look, so far so good for season two of the sneakiest of the sneaky. 
Oh, wow. We're going to end it with that. There's plenty of television going on. These are the new and returning shows. Uh, We still haven't even talked about these coming off the hiatus. So stay tuned and locked here at Why Watch that will keep you in the know. And we'll let you know if you should be sneaking around and watching some of these shows or not. (laughs) Era.